0: You need to take advantage of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those big, bulky air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code Howie.
1: Better strap yourself in.
0: It's time for the Howie Car Show. Specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? It is a context-dependent decision. In that moment, I was focused on our university's long-standing policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution. Right. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
1: So I want to know, what did you think of what you saw tonight? I thought there were a lot of fireworks going on. Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there... Two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this race. Yeah, let, let oh, I'm not finish. done yet. Well, this, this is, is... Now, look. This, yes. this is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So
0: shut up. And Trump is still the winner. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844 500 I just uh, saw during the break that uh, Newsmax is reporting, and I assume it's on the other networks as well, that uh, there was a shooting uh, outside a uh, synagogue in uh, New York City this evening, and they've arrested a 28, 28-year-old man. I, we'll, we'll tell you more about it as we, uh, as we go through this hour. I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, a Democrat is in custody. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. 844-500-4242. This is a uh, it's you know real estate is always a uh, an interesting uh, way to uh, to invest your money and they're always uh, they're always currents this way and that way. But it seems like that these days are particularly. Uh, treacherous uh, times for, uh, for investments in real estate, whether you're buying or selling, uh, especially uh, you know, with the interest rates uh, the way they are. They're now predicting the interest rates might go down next year. And uh, on, the, on the other hand, in Massachusetts, uh, the tax revenues are, uh, seem to be uh, falling off a cliff, and maybe the millionaire's tax is already having a, a negative impact on the, uh, the economy. So uh, we want to talk about the uh, real estate market uh, and, and the uncertainty right now. There's always uncertainty, but it seems greater than normal. And joining us now is uh, Justin Manning from uh, J.J. Manning Auctioneers. And they've been uh, doing uh, auctions in Massachusetts and New England for, uh, for a very long time. And uh, he has a good uh, historical uh, you know, uh, perspective on, uh, on what the situation is. Justin, uh, thanks for being with us here on the Howie Carr Show tonight.
1: Thank thank you, Howie. Historical perspective means that I'm old. Uh, I'm only 52, but I, I agree with you <laughs> that in my 30, 30 years, we see the ups and downs. And the, the difficult part right now is we haven't seen a down for a while. And, you know, I'm not a cheerleader for having things be down. I like when there's money on the street and there's active investing in real estate, and that helps. I can do well in both ends of the business. But we certainly have seen a, a really extended period of time where it's been up. So, you know, we have to think about the cyclical nature of economies and of society and the world. And so right now, one thing I just read the other day, it was an article that Redfin published, I don't really think much about them. But regardless, it, it stated that uh, sales and listings were up in September, but deals fell through at a, the highest pace in more than a year. And I, I read into it a little bit. <clears throat> some of the information was accurate. Some of it was off a bit. But at the end of the day, buyers right now are a little more cautious because of the interest rates, because of insurance premiums, particularly uh, taxes. And so, so now sellers are having to give some concessions that they haven't had to in a while. So you're, you're seeing you're see, on that side of things. You're, you're seeing that type of change, for sure.
0: But on the other hand, with uh, with the the turmoil in in society at large, not just the Biden administration, but everything, uh, people see real estate as a uh, as the safest of maybe some unsafe alternatives. Right? I mean, that's what's I think that's what's propping up the market, isn't it? To a degree, I,
1: I do think yes, because back in the day. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, <clears throat> there was a yin-yang approach between the stock market and the real estate market. One would be up and one would be down. Well, they've both been up. But to your point, I was just speaking with somebody earlier. Uh, we may be selling a, a piece of land for them on Nantucket. But the, the the point in bringing it up was that real estate, it's a way for someone to literally and figuratively land bank their money you've heard that term before land bank it's like Mm -hmm. it's a safe place because it because it's tangible it's not bitcoin it's not the stock market it's such a tangible thing it always was and it always will be so people will get into that idea of land banking some of their money by investing in in a solid piece of real estate when they have some question about what's going on in the world for sure
0: yeah. What, what about the fact that these stories that I've been reading lately, that uh, one out of five homes in uh, Massachusetts is now being bought by investors? Is that part of this land banking uh, phenomenon you're talking about?
1: It is. And my late dad used to say when people start treating homes like, uh, you know, chips at a casino, that's that is a problem. That's a sign of a problem. OK, that's one sign. Here's the other sign, and I've said this recently a a number of times. I'm in the process of writing proposals for banks on huge commercial properties, not a million bucks, 50 million, 75 million, 100 million developments, retail uh, scenarios, like major, major pieces. I, I call them the big dominoes. And when the big dominoes start to rumble, that reverberates through the entire economy it starts somewhere so those two things are are what make me question the future of real estate for the foreseeable future the the rumbling of those mm-hmm. large commercial looming foreclosures and then like you said in, investor driven purchasing of single families that's that's a little wacky
0: right but you could always stash one of your kids in a single family or you can probably uh, rent it to somebody, especially if it's in a town with a good public school system. People are still going to want to be in that town, even if they can't afford to buy in the town anymore. It's just it, – again, it's I, – I lived through the 70s, the late 70s, early 80s, and it was, it was very uh, – Turbulent then too, with the interest rates as high as they were. But what what would you suggest uh, if if people are uh, if people are thinking about checking out, uh, getting out of the getting out of New England in uh, one or two years? Is is this a good time to start thinking about uh, getting rid of your uh, property?
1: Yeah, I've, I've probably spoken to like a half a dozen people this week about different properties, you know, estate scenarios, divorce scenarios, just relocation right. scenarios, and I say to them, listen. The market has plateaued at a high level. It's still kind of there, but so so we know it's there. So, with the the, the looming election coming up, with turmoil going on in the world, with it, anything could change what is. But I'm always a guy to to, to take the, the the deal that's in my hand. I, I think right now, if someone wants to sell, I think it's a, a very solid time because the the lack of supply is is. Creating an, a market where yeah. it's still a good seller's market, Howard. You know, <clears throat> yeah. it is.
0: Is it is in the it, private?
1: The,
0: the other it, thing I want to
1: say is that the the private lending market is propping up and saving the real estate market right now. Because when the banks won't lend or can't lend based on you know whatever their parameters are, there's an awful lot of new private lenders that are in play that I've met and deal with and work with now that that are propping up and doing deals because ri- their risk tolerance is so much higher than the traditional banks, and some of those groups are able to prop up the real estate market as well mm-hmm. right now.
0: It, 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 are you doing any auctions now, or are they pretty much done until uh, March or April when, when spring comes?
1: G- good question. We just did our last auction of the year yesterday um a, a two family uh in whitman that went really well and again the eight bidders that were there were all cash investors and it was, came in at a strong number my client my the three sisters i was selling it for you know very happy with the results yeah. that's it and then the next next one i got i actually have is a foreclosure for a bank of a substantial piece of mm-hmm. land in massachusetts that's a foreclosure and that's january 11th so we we kind of start scheduling private auctions toward the latter later on in January. We want to make sure people are paying attention to our marketing and, and especially the property that we're selling.
0: Yeah, I see this Whitman one. You were we, when we had dinner uh, in the summer. You were talking about that. Uh, so so that finally went under. That's your last. Uh, that's your last one of the year, though. So so what should people do, if they're thinking about uh, you know selling next year, getting getting out, moving out for whatever reason. Uh, of the state or the or the region, uh, should they uh, should they start calling you now or should they just think about it for a while?
1: Uh, the the great thing is during the holidays people get all these gadgets they get their uh, new iPads they get their new TVs they get their new computers and and things are kind of you know you're hanging out with the family at the house. We generally sign up properties now, but tell them we're gonna we're gonna extend the time that it's out there <clears throat> on our calendar. So we like signing them up now. And we don't need much from the seller at the moment with regard to money or information or anything. And we can kind of just push it off, but it's out on the calendar and it's active and it's, it's getting the attention that it deserves. And I just want to tell you that I, I, I know a lot of people attack you, Howie, and I want to thank you because you have introduced us to almost 50 different people your listeners that have sold real estate through JJ Manning over the past couple of years because they trust in our process believe in us, have faith in us, and, and understand that we're always trying to squeeze all the juice out of the orange for them, and we have. And, and it's been a nice nice run and will continue to be for those people that, that make that decision to sell and understand who we are and what we've been doing for almost 50 right. years ourselves.
0: And the buyer, in in, uh, in an auction, the buyer pays the commissions. And you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, a deal falling through because the uh, the bank uh, wouldn't uh, okay the, uh, the, the sale. The appraisal. The, the appraisal. The appraisal. Or, yeah.
1: or the seller and the buyer can't agree on uh, what repairs and, and <clears throat> you know, need right. to be paid for by whom. It's, it's as is. And it's a done deal, and it's closed in 30 days cash, if not sooner. And so there's a nice, organic, transparent approach to what we do. And the funny thing is that someone, they do have to take a leap of faith, but they're not, in no way are they a guinea pig. We've been doing it for 47 years. The recipe, you know, grandma's recipe on her apple pie or on her bread, it's specific. We do things in a certain way for the desired result, which is sell it for the most money we possibly can for our client, for our seller.
0: So if people want to learn more about the uh, process of auctioning off their real estate, whatever kind of real estate they've got, uh, where should they go and who should they call?
1: Uh, they can jump on our website at jjmanning.com or contact my main man Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111.
0: Okay. And uh, again, the it's this is an auction this is an auction process It only takes like uh, 60, 60 days, 30 Thirty days to market. Thirty days to set up the thing, and then thirty days to to market it. and It's it's done in two months, and everything and it, like the deal yesterday in Whitman. That's all. That's closed, right? It's done. It's a done deal.
1: So the deal yesterday, there was a lingering piece from the big deal we sold for two point seven million. This was like a five hundred thousand dollars sale of an ancillary piece. We had to redo yeah. yesterday. That will it will close in thirty days. It will wow. be closed on January fifth uh if not sooner and actually said to the buyer said do you want to close this year or next year And he said for tax reasons maybe talk to your accountant he goes yeah you're right so he may close this year He may close in 25 days instead of but it's a it's a 30-day hard close with the buyer having 10 percent in the till that's non-refundable he closes and if he doesn't guess what there's a backup bidder that's five thousand dollars behind him that's sitting there waiting ready to close themselves
0: that's a good spot to be in if you're if you're a seller. So what what's the number again to call Charlie Gill?
1: 800-521-0111.
0: Justin Manning, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and uh, we'll talk to you again next year.
1: Thank you, Howie. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas Thanks. to you as well.
0: Bye-bye. That's uh, Justin Manning from J.J. Manning Auctioneers. Check them out. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues, your dental issues are too complicated to fix, or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. Do what I do. I went to perfect smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can. To make your health a priority, it it's, should be your uh, New Year's resolution number one. Call the only dentist I'll go to, the best dentist I've ever been to, Dr. Bruce Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. And he has the best staff of dental hygienists I've ever had uh, working on my mouth as well. You are going to love the staff at Perfect Smiles from top to bottom. Look them up at PerfectSmiles.com. dot com. That's perfectsmiles dot com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show will be right back. Howie Carr is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. New customers can save $10 and get free shipping at Balance7.com with code Howie. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can still vote in at HowieCarsShow.com, is who's your
1: current choice to be Donald Trump's running mate in 2024? Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Governor Kristi Nome. Representative Byron Donalds, Representative Marjor- Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tucker Carlson, Senator J.D.
0: Vance, or Dr. Ben Carson. We've gotten some interesting calls on this, as a matter of fact. And, uh, by the guy Mark Robinson, is a, he's, a, he's really a good guy in North Carolina. But, I, you know, again, after eight years of Roy Cooper, I'd like the Republicans to have control of the, uh, the governorship in North Carolina. It's a big state. He he's done a lot of damage in many ways. Um, I'm going to vote for Byron Donalds. I know he and he and Trump are both Florida uh, legal residents, but I, I don't think that's not a real drawback. Come on.
1: 17% say Byron Donalds. 19% are either for Kristi Noem or Tucker Carlson.
0: And 26% say Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. All right. 844-500-4242. I don't know why the papers aren't reporting on this uh, situation with this guy, uh, this horrible guy from New Hampshire named Peter Simon, who uh, is accused of uh, killing a, a Waltham police officer and a utility worker at a detail site uh, last uh, la- last evening. He he's being uh, his name is Peter Simon, Woodville, New Wood, Woodsville, New Hampshire. And uh, he's he uh, he's being held without uh, well I guess it's two hundred and fifty thousand held without bail, and uh, he killed uh, Paul Tracy, fifty-eight, a twenty-eight-year veteran of the Waltham PD, and Roderick Jackson, a National Grid worker from Cambridge, who was thirty-six years old, and there, you know he's it, it appears this is on from Channel 5's website, and Turtle Boy is also reporting it that. Uh, this guy has a record as long as his arm. He was involved in motor-related, uh, in motor vehicle-related motor vehicle crimes earlier. 20, uh, 2009, he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity in uh, New Hampshire. He led police on a chase and collided with a bus in Keene, injuring one of the passengers. His lawyer at the time told the local newspaper that Simon had a dissociative disorder and a history of panic attacks. According to court records, Simon was also, this guy, this is the guy who killed the two, allegedly killed the two people when he was driving, stole a police car. He's charged with all kinds of things. He was also arrested in Franklin, New Hampshire, seven years ago in 2016. He faced 10 charges, including aggravated driving under the influence and assault. He pled guilty the following year. His New Hampshire record also includes parole violations, civil stalking accusations, and other charges. But he was free and running around and he killed two more people. Allegedly. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. So this uh, accident where the uh, cop and the utility worker were killed by this guy with a record as long as his arm—stop me if you've heard this one before—was on Tottenham Road. This this guy with this terrible record of drunk driving and mental issues, et cetera, et cetera. He uh, he was trying to make a U-turn, and he got into an accident as he was he, uh, with a white car. He was in an old F-150 truck. And so he took off, and he was trying to escape from the accident that he had caused. And that's when he hit the, uh, hit the, the truck, the utility truck, National Grid. And the, the, uh, the police officer, a hero cop, 58 years old, suffered severe lower extremity injuries and a possible broken arm. The utility worker who was uh, in, the, in the vehicle retrieving an item from a side compartment, was also severely injured, including what the police report says was an amputated leg. Good Lord, they were both taken to Leahy in uh, Burlington. They were pronounced dead. Two other utility workers were taken to a hospital uh, for injuries. After crashing into the officer and utility workers at the detail site, Simon, this uh, scofflaw sped away, colliding into multiple other vehicles before fleeing on foot. A responding, I'm reading from the Herald account, a responding officer spotted Simon in a nearby neighborhood allegedly saying, quote, police are going to kill me, the police report states. The suspect then pulled a knife on the officer before getting in the officer's cruiser and taking off at a high rate of speed, the report details, while fleeing Simon is – he's 54 years old, by the way – is said to have struck two more Waltham police cruisers. The pursuit proceeded before Simon crashed in the area of Winter Street where he was taken into custody. Good Lord. You know – And, and, uh, you know, 660 is a really good point. If Peter Simon had killed that Waltham cop with a gun, all we'd be hearing about is gun violence, blah, blah, blah. But because it was a vehicle, now they're mentioning his mental illness. Uh, That's such a good point. Why why was this guy driving around? I mean, how many – you know, they – remember they used to complain, you, you can't put people in jail for the rest of their life. three strikes in your How many strikes did this guy have on him? I don't even think uh, they know. They've been looking into his records all day, Channel 5 and, uh, and some of the other uh, outlets, including Turtle Boy. And I don't think they know how many times this guy's been arrested. 844 500 or convicted. By the way, uh, we have more information on the uh, shooting outside the temple. It, w- it was in Albany, New York. Albany, New York, uh, outside of a uh, synagogue, Temple Israel, uh, just before the uh, first night of Hanukkah, which is starting now. A 28-year-old resident is in custody after allegedly firing one round in a parking lot of the temple around uh, 2 PM. The local was, when I read words like local, I begin to suspect, could he be an Arizona man? like the illegal alien who was uh, who was convicted the local this according to the uh, local ABC affiliate was walking around acting very suspiciously before firing the shot law enforcement says that this is not being investigated as a terrorist incident the person in custody allegedly made threatening statements at the time of the shooting. A law enforcement official says witnesses reported hearing the man yell, free Palestine. Officials also say the individual in custody, again, there's no, this is not a terrorist event, appears to have exhibited an anti-Jewish or anti-Israel bias in the past, which they are looking into. Governor Hochul, who had a press conference just now, said the man has prior arrests, but declined to elaborate. But again, remember, this he was yelling free Palestine. He has a record of uh, anti-Semitic actions, not to mention a, uh, a rap sheet going back in time. He was yelling free Palestine, but it's not a terrorist incident. I guess he's just a lone wolf. A lo- another lone wolf. By the way, the synagogue's preschool was in session at the time the shots were fired and was locked down. Good Lord. So Hochul, uh, the governor, is, uh, is will be attending services there tonight just to show solidarity with the synagogue as, as well she might. 844 Seven eight one. I'm sure the synagogue shooter was a good boy, a very good boy, and had no prior mental issues be- because he shoots guns. God, did it? Could, uh, could the uh, could the suspect who shouted "Free Palestine" and hates Jews? Could his mother be reached for comment, Taylor? He's a good boy, a very good boy. Yeah, I, I thought as much. I thought as much. Again, I'm going to go out on a on a limb and say he's a registered Democrat. I I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but. I'll take that chance. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're going to take some calls here, but I just wanted, there's another breaking story on on the Harvard and uh, Penn and MIT situation. A congressional committee has today launched an investigation into Harvard, MIT, and Penn after their uh, presidents gave unacceptable, quote unquote, unacceptable testimony about anti-Semitism at a House hearing this week. The House Committee on Education and the Workforce, of course, it's led by Republicans because the Republicans have the majority, has announced it's opening a formal investigation into the uh, in learning environments, policies, and disciplinary procedures, if there are any, at the three elite universities. They will be seeking documents and disciplinary records from the three schools. Uh, the, uh, Chairman of the committee is Virginia Fox from North Carolina. She said in a statement, the testimony we received earlier this week from Presidents Gay, McGill, and Kornbluth about the responses of Harvard, UPenn, and MIT to the rampant anti-Semitism displayed on their campuses was absolutely unacceptable. Committee members have deep concerns with their leadership and their failure to take steps to provide Jewish students with a safe learning environment that they are due under the law. Given these institutional and personal failures, I love that, personal failures, the committee is opening a formal investigation into the learning environments. The committee will, uh, will, will also will not hesitate to utilize compulsory measures, including subpoenas, if a full response is not immediately forthcoming. Good. Other universities should also anticipate investigations, she warned. Meanwhile, a rabbi in the anti-Semitism advisory committee at Harvard said he would resigned following the congressional testimony. This is a, really, this is a good statement by a Rabbi David Wolpe. He's a visiting scholar at the Divinity School. The system at Harvard, along with the ideology that grips far too many of the students and faculty, the ideology that works al- only along axes of oppression and places Jews as oppressors and therefore intrinsically evil, is itself evil. That's, that's a really good point. Ignoring Jewish suffering is evil. Belittling or Jew, denying the Jewish experience, including unspeakable atrocities, is a vast and continuing catastrophe. Denying Israel the self-determination as a Jewish nation accorded uh, unknow- unthinkingly to others is endemic and evil. Good. By the way, there's another story in the New York Post that there's a guy... Uh, a, a big investor, a big, another big contributor to, uh, to, to uh, Penn is, uh, is trying to claw back $100 million. Hedge fund Titan pushes to claw back $100 million UPenn gift as pressure mounts to uh, dump Liz McGill over anti-Semitism response. Let me be clear, to, to quote Liz McGill, she's not resigning. I, when I was looking up, I was trying to find out how much her salary is today. Her predecessor was a named Gutman. I think her name was Amy Gutman. She was there for 18 years, so they she built up a lot of money in the uh, in in the very out of the 21 23 billion dollar endowment they have. She walked away. The previous president before Liz McGill, she walked away two years ago. Can you guess, Taylor? Take a guess how much money. Li- a- a- Amy Gutman walked away from as president of UPenn. Uh 3 mil? My lowballing? <laughs> oh by a factor of more than 7. 22 million. Oh wow. She walked away with 22 million bucks. You think Liz McGill wants to leave anytime soon? She's looking at she she's been dreaming of that big payday just like the rest of them. But, you know, I guess pressure is building on her. I, if I had to bet, I would bet McGill goes before Gay because Gay checks a few more boxes than McGill, if you know what I mean. Um, Johnny, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Johnny.
1: Yeah, Howie, I wanted to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy and uh, the, the, the takedown he did last night. I really loved it. But I've been following a lot of what Bill Ackman has been saying Yes, uh, and about uh, Harvard, and he's, he's basically demanding that the Harvard University uh, can this woman, and he flat out went there. He said she got hired just simply to fill a quota, and he, he's he's not he's not backing up. Right, so I love that. No, he's
0: he's not at all, and he said, you know, he's he he laid it out the other day. All the other people that have been fired from Harvard, they're not as high profile as Larry Summers, the former president. Or, or the uh, or the guy who was fired the law professor who lost his uh lost his uh his residence because he represented Weinstein he's a lawyer you know you're de- you're entitled as a defendant to a lawyer and they fired the guy just cuz he was uh representing someone they didn't like or they decided they didn't like and uh but but you know uh Ackman also said that uh, that testimony was some of the most uh, most extraordinary testimony he's that he's ever heard before the U.S. Congress. I think it was. I I don't think it was pr- the the greatest, you know, in 250 years. But it was pretty. It's going to be remembered for a long time. They were terrible.
1: Oh yeah. So howie, Vivek Ramaswamy, that line he gave about Bill uh, Chris Christie. Go, you know, get yourself a nice dinner. That is <laughs> I <got> precious. It. <laughs>
0: i played it twice, but I'm going to play it a third time. I owe it to myself and to you, Johnny. Cut 12.
1: We learned three things right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, and get the hell out of this race. Uh, When it comes to Nikki...
0: (laughs) Enjoy a nice meal. Chow down, big time, big guy. All right, 844-500-4242. We'll take some more calls when we come back. Here are three reasons I need Balance 7. A broken leg, a broken elbow, and a broken foot. I take Balance 7 all day long. It has made a huge difference for me when it comes to dealing with joint pain from all my uh, fractured limbs. No longer do I feel sore or creaky when I get up in the morning. Balance 7 works by diluting the acid built up in your body over years of eating acidic foods. When that acid is neutralized, your immune system can function like you were 20 years old again. Nearly every problem comes from too much acid in our bodies. Balance 7 is the solution. Acid is in coffee, soft drinks, beer, and wine. Balance 7 rids the body of built-up acid so you feel and sleep better. Last year, Balance 7 took a break from advertising and noticed that I was still buying the product. They thanked me for my loyalty, but I really wasn't taking it to impress them. I I just love it, and I've been taking it for well over a year now. It helps me. The mailroom manager likes it too, and now my neighbor who had acid reflux swears by it as well. Balance 7 is made from safe, all-natural ingredients. It works perfectly in harmony with your body. If you suffer from low energy, heartburn, or acid reflux or joint pain, you may have too much acid built up in your body. Give Balance 7 a try. It's made in America and has sold more than 6 million units worldwide, many to me. Order now at Balance7.com. That's Balance7.com. When new customers put in code Howie, they will save $15. You will also receive free shipping. Balance, the number 7.com, Balance7.com. Please don't be stubborn. Stubborn, do yourself a favor. Order now, Balance7.com. I'm Howie Carr. Listen to The Howie Car Show from anywhere. Go jabs! What sorcery is this? Go to HowieCarshow.com
1: and click Listen.
0: To start streaming Howie live in crystal clear, high definition. I'm whispering right in your ear. Buzz, 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 buzz. The Howie Car Show is back 508 points out that in Albany New York uh, the police have uh, said that after they discovered the lone wolf with a record of anti-semitic actions chanting free Palestine firing a uh, gun in the parking lot of a synagogue during a preschool they're baffled they're baffled by his motives but it's not terrorism. They know that. They know that. 844-500-4242. Meanwhile, the uh, debate last night, Republican debate ratings dropped 47%. It was a record for uh, News Nation, but it's, uh, it was probably a record low for <laughs> Republican debates. They just keep uh, plummeting because what's the point at this point? Uh, Zachary, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Zachary.
1: Hi, Howie. Good evening. Uh, hi. Hey, I, I know you've been. Hi, I know you've been supporting uh, President Trump for a long time. I'm just curious. When you started supporting him, did you ever think you'd have to stoop to the depths that you have in terms of lack of ethics and depravity and lies to kind of support him?
0: No, yeah, Zachary, as opposed to Joe Biden. Do you think Joe Biden's telling the truth so Biden, about his dealings with his, uh, with his son?
1: Biden sucks, but that's not what I called about. I called about President Trump.
0: Well, I would just say if I had to pick between Biden and Trump, I would pick Trump on ethics and certainly on performance. Was the country better off when Donald Trump was president or when uh, Joe Biden, who you, by your own admission, as a moonbat, sucks?
1: Seven or eight years ago, if you didn't... Now you're not
0: answering answering my questions, Zachary. Thanks for the call. Steve, you're next. (laughs) Go ahead, Steve. Ramaswamy is a smart guy with good ideas, but I think I and a lot of members of the public are getting tired by these kind of adolescent uh, attacks Uh, the candidates uh, aim at each other. I mean, we're looking for public policy for the future of the country. I don't think he needs to resort to adolescent attacks on Chris Christie or any of the other candidates. Well, but he's just trying to get attention at this point, uh, Steve. I I mean, that's... I I agree with you that he's kind of like a as far as I'm concerned, he's he's kind of worn out his welcome. But uh, but I but you have to admit it's pretty funny. I mean, he has more business on the stage than Chris Christie, and no one no one else will bring up the you know forget the uh, the 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 shot about his weight. I mean, how come no one brings up this uh, Bridgegate that that he it looks like he let his aides get convicted in federal court, and I think uh, they one of them may have actually gone to prison for a while. For, uh, for shutting down the George Washington Bridge to punish a, uh, a political opponent in Fort Lee. I mean, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Everybody's got skeletons. I'm interested in the public <laughs> policy, foreign <laughs> policy, domestic policy. I'm not interested in uh, his driving record or how much he eats. Not, it's not his driving record. It's... What would you think if somebody if you had to uh, go through the uh, tunnel every uh, day or go go on the Zakim bridge every day and somebody and some politician because he was angry at somebody on the other end of the bridge shut it down or shut down the tunnel? I think you'd be pretty disturbed about that, Steve. You know who the lawyer was who got him off? Chris Christie. You know what Chris Christie is up to now? I think I think you do. Thanks, Steve. I'm Howie Carr.